0: I understand how the game of tennis is played. I, I guess I meant, what's your overall strategy? Yeah, yeah. the safe space we're finally back um there's a lot uh we need to catch up on uh, i guess like from like the fourth round of wimbledon maybe there was only that one episode and i was traveling and the audio was shit and equipment and da 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 i finally got a new microphone okay so you can hear my horrible voice even clearer now uh, and 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 you you you'll probably now be able to realize that my voice is actually really bad because uh this is a really good microphone. So. You can clearly hear how bad my voice is. Okay, but that's not important. Um, the other day, I uh, recorded um, not a not a live reaction, but like a sort of like a fresh reaction when Eleanor Rubakina won Wimbledon. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Eleanor Rubakina. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Congratulations to Novak Djokovic as well. They are the winners of the women's and men's uh, singles, uh, respectively, at Wimbledon. Okay. um... So yeah, I, uh, the the day uh, Elena won, I, I and um, excuse me, sorry, it was the day after, I believe. I think it was after uh, Novak won as well. So like after Wimbledon in, in, uh, concluded right away, I recorded a little bit, but the audio was just terrible, 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 and I just, I just, I just couldn't release it. I couldn't upload it. It's, just, it's not good, okay. I and I uh, just didn't want you guys to listen to that. Like it was just so poor, okay. And I guess I have standards, and and just wanna. Like for me, for you, for 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 the show, you know, uh, there there's no need to, uh, like if if it like no need to half-ass anything, in terms of uh, quality, content, energy, things like that, okay. Um, but without further ado, uh, uh look, I'm, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like go for a while, but I'm gonna be back, but but this is me live today. Um, today is uh, Tuesday, I think. Um, the day I'm uploading this, but now I'm going to play. Uh, sort of my reaction from Sunday I believe after Djokovic won um, but really I was I, I, really it was after Djokovic won but I was talking about the previous day which was Rubakina. I, I could not do anything that they Rubakina won on on the Saturday because I I just couldn't believe it but but no I, I I talk about it here so so I'll let you guys listen to that um you'll notice that it's um uh, the quality is really bad. It's from a few days ago, so so I'm gonna I'm just gonna let it play, and then we'll meet. Uh, we'll I guess reconvene. Uh, live, and then we'll continue. Uh, talking about. Uh, maybe Wim- uh, Wimbledon conclude the grass, and then uh t- talk about this. Uh, these two new. Uh, WTA two fifties that started this week. Uh, we're like two days late, I believe. But um, no pasanada. Uh, let's get to it. Well, look, you know me. There, I uh, I always say it how it is. I if. If there's something on my mind, I'll say it. I'll let you guys know exactly what I'm saying, but also how I'm feeling. But to be completely honest with you, there is nothing that needs to be said or that can be said that I haven't already said or that you don't already know. But I'm going to say it anyway. Eleanor Robachino is incredible. Eleanor Robachino is our 2022 Wimbledon Women's Singles Champion. More importantly, on Jabur is not. And those are equally as important for me. And both make me really, really happy. For the first time in a long time, I watched the slam, bet on a slam, and said, wow, this is amazing. I am loving this. And honestly, I felt so, so confident in, in Rabbakanil. I think right before, like, Right before she beat she's like, I was like, all right, if she gets past this hump, uh, she'll get it going. I've been talking up Eleanor Buckner for quite some time, but Eleanor Buckner for quite some time has been a, been a bit of a disappointment, to be honest. You know, um, I think for her, just struggles to put it all together at the right time. Sometimes it's just an incredible serving spectacle, but just everything else, like, uh, no first serve, then that's it, fuck it, I'm done. Uh, I'm not going to play, you know? It's like uh, serve or bust. Sometimes there's no serve at all. Sometimes it's a very aggressive return game. Sometimes it's just impeccable ground strokes from the baseline, left and right, cross court, stepping into the court, dictating play, changing direction, so good. But no serve. No net play, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, uh, what day was it? Saturday. Uh, Saturday, if you tuned into the final and watch her, watch here at the net. Some of her net play, Elena Rybakina, you'd mistake her for Maria Sharapova. Yeah, uh, you'd be talking about, oh, I didn't know Maria Sharapova was back. Elena Rybakina finally put it all together. I mean, she has showcased or has displayed all, like a lot, if not all, uh, like most, if not all of her skills um, or her tools or her weapons. Everyone knows about her tools and weapons, but it seldom do we see it all put, put together like this. And, and my God, is it so beautiful once it's all put together. Uh, before I continue, uh, once again, I have to apologize uh, for two things. Uh, one, for not coming online yesterday uh, after Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Abacano's win and ahead of this uh, men's final that we had today, uh, Novak Djokovic versus Nick Kyrgios. Um And second thing, I have not sorted out uh, my equipment, my technology, my hardware, my software, all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yesterday, you can understand i was I was a bit over the moon yesterday after Eleanor Bakuna won. I felt like i i i won myself like I was like, okay, where's my medal where's my trophy you know um I felt like I worked hard <laughs> you know i felt like uh I was very proud um of Eleanor Bachan and I feel like I was like a, like a like a, a a part of this win somehow in a way um which as a fan, right, or as a sports better and as a fan, is maybe kind of sad. But I guess maybe maybe I should. Like, maybe Eleanor Rabakina fans should feel like this is a win for all of us. You know what I mean? Because Eleanor Rabakina, Uh Tennis Twitter, by the way, I fucking hate tennis Twitter. Um, and they call... Um, I don't know if, 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 if they call Rebecca fans this or if Rabakina fans call themselves this, but they're referred to as Reboners. Reboners, RYB owners. But bo- like boners. Reboner reboners. Okay. But I mean reboners should be happy about this, okay? Um but yeah, no, seriously, uh sorry about uh the technology. I know it sounds like you're on Zoom or uh on a phone call with with, with safe. Uh not very ideal. Uh maybe it's not very uh uh, comfortable to listen to someone who sounds like this for an extended period of time I understand it's not very easy on the ears um but I hope you're understanding about it too and that I'll I'll try and get this sorted out uh shortly okay I do need a microphone I need to get a good one as well um so yeah 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 one last thing about the women's final. Thank God, obviously. I mean, we talked about Anna Rabakina. Thank God, Unchabour didn't win, man. That would have been a disaster in so many ways. In so many ways, Unchabour, literally because of uh, th- like all thanks to God, because of the rain delay against Belinda Benchet. She was 100% going to lose that match. If it wasn't for the rain delay and 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 and, and for the the very timely necessary uh, closing of the roof during the rain delay when they were playing on center court in, in, in Madrid, she was 100% lo- lost to Bencic. Well, that le- led to not only winning the match against Bencic, but but she, she... I think she won the tournament, right? Yeah. And then and then once on... Uh, and, 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 oh, man, that was brutal. That was brutal for us. So, won Madrid... And then went to Rome, got it going. Uh, then, then people on oh, suborn, suborn, suborn. Oh no, it's enough, man. It's enough. And and the thing is, like like these kind of players, like they win once, and and then, then they like they then they come alive. You know what I mean? Like like it gives them, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like like they just turn into like they they morph or they shape shift into this blah, sort of creature. You know, and it's like oh well, I don't know how to describe it. But it's disgusting. It's very front-runner-ish kind of vibes, which, which I really don't like. Uh, for me, it's very uh, uh, it's a bit of a turn-off, or maybe that's not a good word. I don't find it attractive or uh, unappealing, I would say. It's unappealing for sure. Uh, once Jabour winning a slam, Wimbledon would have been a disaster. Uh, not only because of what the media would say, and that would have been horrible. Uh, I don't know Why? And this is this to me is still a huge mystery. I don't know why the media they love shit players. They just love a Bat, a Coco Golf, Ons Jabor, Paula Badosa, Maria Sack. That they seem to they can't get enough of them. And, and if Ons Jabor had won this, it would have been a disaster. Ons Jabeur is so special, a kindest heart, nicest person ever, always smiling. What a story, Ons Jabeur. I mean, thank God she didn't win for so many reasons. For so many reasons. Ounshabour herself would have, would have turned into Serena Williams's cousin, Tunisian cousin. And we all know Ounshabour uh, is not Serena Williams's cousin. You know, Tunisian or otherwise, really. Oh man, it would have been disaster. It would have been. It would have been disastrous. So not only did Eleanor Rebecca prevent that. Uh, which on its own is great, but Eleanor Orubakina herself winning just the achievement for her. Uh, it's amazing. It's like a it's like a win-win. You know, it's 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 like it's a, it's a like win. Like let's say like the um, uh, let's say if it was like Pliskova in the final, like like for me personally, Pliskova winning is it's not a big deal. Like okay, cool, Pliskova won. But she beat Ons and prevented that. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Eleanor Abakina herself won, and she prevented that. That is so amazing. For me, that is spectacular. I don't have any kids, but the birth of my firstborn, uh, it's, it would really have to be a special day because I, it's going to be hard to top this. I'm just saying it how it is, with all honesty. So asking think Stan, at the moment, uh, that Saturday was the best day of my life. For reasons I just mentioned. Eleanor Rabakina won. And not only that, she prevented a huge disaster. A huge disaster. Unshabur would have won. She prevented Onsi from winning. That is amazing. You know how in real life, you, uh, there, there are these people who prevent sort of natural disasters or whatever, like, oh, like 800 uh, people would have died if, 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 if this guy called uh, Jake didn't... Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where's Eleanor Bacchina's, uh recognition? Um, an appreciation for what she did, she uh, things would have been very, very, very different. And you know what the best part is? Uh, it's like a huge swing. It's not like Unsurboard is going to continue on this path. Okay, so 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 here's where we were. So so we were at a point. Uh, board's in a Grand Slam We were at a point where either one, uh, like one or two things are going to happen. Obviously, she's either going to win or lose. If she had won, she would have shot up, turned into Serena Williams herself or her cousin, her uh, her Tunisian cousin. Or, if she lost, she would have plummeted, she she would have nosedived, she would have plummeted. You know what I mean? It's like a graph where it reaches a point and and either one, two things can happen. It it cannot stay constant, it cannot stay the same. It'll either increase, it'll either skyrocket, or plummet, or nosedive. Okay? And that that is a huge swing. Let's say she was going at an 80 And could have shot up to 100. I think now she's going to go down down to like a 40. You know what I mean? And I can say this now. It means nothing. I guess time will tell. We'll we'll see in the coming months, the coming tournaments, what Unstjabur will be all about. I'm telling you, she's going to be worse than she already was. And I really think she wasn't shit to begin with. Not shit as in... uh, uh, I'm telling you that that she wasn't all that to begin with and I think she's gonna become even worse. okay sorry I just had to had to fix my uh word or, wor- wording 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 I had to change my wording there for clarity clarity per- purposes <clears throat> one last thing I want to say about uh Wimbledon, or I guess uh women singles uh in Wimbledon um, before we move on to the men's final, which is also Wimbledon, um, but this thing also applies to the men's, but what, what I, want to say is, is I, one of the things I love most about Wimbledon, and, uh, it has been my favorite slam, it was either this or the French, um, because I think they're very unique, being the only, um, like, if you're talking about, like, oh, like, what do you think is the best slam, it can't be the Australian Open, it can't be the US Open, because they're the same surface, you know what I mean, so the French Open, uh, and Wimbledon, I mean, they're unique, um, because you know this is the only clay slam, this is the only uh, slam on grass. So those are the only two qualified in that conversation. I think Wimbledon, just because of its uh, its rich history, culture, tradition. I think grass is more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, I find it fantastic. It doesn't help that though uh Roland Garros is his best tournament. Maybe for me that 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 puts me off the the tournament, the surface in its entirety. I don't know. I I guess no. We'll, we'll never. I can't say. And we'll never know. But anyway, in all seriousness, one of the things that I love most about Wimbledon, you never really get a fluke. You, I mean, you never really get a oh, like she really won Wimbledon. You, you never get. No one's ever said that before. Because everyone who's ever won Wimbledon's like, oh yeah, she won Wimbledon, man. She, she's like that. You know, you never get a. Are, she really won Wimbledon? Never. No one has actually ever said that before ever. Okay? Would Ons have been the, the, maybe, possibly the first occurrence where someone would have uttered the words, she really won Wimbledon, and have been, you know, have been saying that legit, legitimately, genuinely, sincerely? Maybe. And Eleanor Rybakina prevented that too. Eleanor Rebecca, man, just just fantastic. But here are some of uh um. Here are some of the recent uh Wimbledon. Women's singles winners starting from Rebecca, So Rebecca, Barty, Simona Halep, Angie Kerber, Garbini Mugruta, Serena, Serena, Petra Kvitova, um, uh, Bartoli, Marion Bartoli, Serena Williams again. Petra Kvitova, Serena Williams, Serena, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, Venus Williams, Moresmo Venus Williams, Sharapova, Serena, Serena, Venus, Venus, Lindsay Davenport. Martina Hingis, Steffi Graf, Steffi Graf, Conchita Martinez, Steffi Graf, Steffi Graf, Tilobo, Steffi, Steffi Graf, Steffi Graf, Navratilova, Tilova, Navratilova, Tilova, Chrissy Evert, Golagong, Navratilova again, Navratilova again, Virginia Wade, Chrissy Evert, Chrissy Evert, Billie Jean King, Chrissy Evert, Billie Jean King, Billie Jean. Uh, Where is the fluke? There is none. There are none. Now why I wonder? does it have anything to do with with um, maybe the prestige associated with it? It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's, I think London, you know, the all England lawn and and, and, and and tennis and croquet club or whatever it's called. So I don't, I really don't mean to be disrespectful. I know it has uh, a lot of different names. It's very proper and fancy and I, I really uh, appreciate it. Honestly, I, I find it uh, extremely interesting. Uh, I think it adds just this element of, uh, Uh, elegance to a a very elegant sort of tournament the surface itself you know uh, uh, playing tennis in an English garden yeah you you know uh, I think that's what they they, that's what they call it Uh, it's no it's beautiful it's really beautiful does that sort of like vibe or, or or just just what that sort of represents does that sort of eliminate the lesser players from I I I'm having a tough time wording wording this and I'm being very serious but I I I'm, I I'm, l- listen guys I'm being 100% serious here okay I know it may not sound like it uh so I, so I guess um my choice of words here will be really important but but but, but like I said all the, all this elegance the prestige the sort of uh, like the venue the history the tradition all that stuff does that sort of prevent or eliminate any chance or or probability of of the shit players sort of Turning into rats or morphing or, or shape shifting into someone that they're not, and, and pulling off something crazy like a fluke, like a miracle. You know what I mean? Is that sort of? Uh, I mean, this is just something worth thinking about. I'm just having a discussion here. I'm not saying one thing or another, but but it seems like um, this is a tournament, an event that's just been dominated by good players. No flukes, no no one timers. You know what I mean? No. Uh, one Slam Wonders or anything like that. Like, nothing, nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, every chick who has won here is a baller, big time, before and after she won Wimbledon. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I think that's just something really interesting, no? And if you compare that to, for example, Raducanu at the U.S. Open, Barbora Krujikova at the, at, at the French Open, uh, Sonia Kennan two years ago at the Australian Open. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh, uh, any slam Naomi Osaka has ever won, uh, you know, uh, and she won a couple, I think, no, Aussie Open, US Open, I don't think she won a French, right, just just those two, she's won, but uh, I, I guess Naomi Osaka's no fluke, because she, because, I mean, if you win more than twice, then it's not really a fluke right? but, um, yeah, you never see it. And in the men's, if you look at the men's, the, in the last two decades, the only four men to ever win Wimbledon, uh, not ever, I guess, uh, the, the only men to win, the only four men, so here here we go, I got, it, I got it, the only four men to win Wimbledon in the last two decades are the four members of the Big Four. Rafa, Roger, Novak, and DiMar. I mean, that's so incredible. No Dominic team. You know, uh, with all due respect, Noah, Rinka. You know what I'm saying? It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And before that, before this decade, Leighton Hewitt, Goran Ivanisevich, Ivan, Ivanisevich, no, uh, jo- Novak Djokovic's coach, Pete Sampras a handful of times Richard Krajicek, Pete Sampras again, Agassi and that's just way back Boris Becker a couple times, John McEnroe or McEnroe I think it's McEnroe Jimmy Connors, Bjorn Borg Stefan Edberg Arthur Ashe, Jimmy Connors again Ma- no fluke no one-timers. That's something really interesting. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's it's not really relevant or significant in any way. But I think it's it's, it's noteworthy. It's 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 worthy of a discussion. Just something to ponder. Uh, just think about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what is uh, what I think. Also, another thing. Sorry on that topic it might be because grass. Is the most uh, specialized surface, and and it's it's an extremely specialized surface, and it's the least played on surface, not only uh, on the tour in terms of tournaments uh, and weeks and months or days or whatever, but also throughout the world it is uh, the the least common uh, tennis playing surface. Uh, grass courts uh, throughout the world are associated with uh, upper middle class or or high class uh, communities, you know, like country clubs or things like that, a really nice. Uh, Fancy bougie uh, club where they have uh, grass quits, right? Um, so, there's maybe a, 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 a sense of exclusivity or something like that. Um, but, uh, but I think, in my opinion, uh, grass and in order to excel on grass, you need to have power, you need to have speed, you need to have strong, uh, strong, sorry, you need to have strength, power, lower body, uh, very good lower body strength, mobility. You need to be very well-rounded. A lot of net play, you know what I mean. A lot of different kind of shots you need to hit. Just incredible, man. In- in- incredible. Watching grass, it's incredible. It's very satisfying. Uh, the game itself is satisfying. Like like the points, maybe the shorter points, the snappier points. You know, just how quick the surf the surface is. Shorter rallies, which isn't uh, for for some people, that's like uh, maybe a con or a drawback. Uh, a lot of people enjoy clay because of the tremendously long uh, competitive uh, rallies, uh, th- things like that. But I think it's great. And also, when playing on grass, you need to be able to read the game really, really well because it's so quick. You have very little time to adjust, uh, to move, to reach. Uh, you have to be quick. So, like, quick mentally, quick on your feet. You know, you have to be explosive. Uh, and 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 one step further. Uh, to sort of beat that if I mean if you're not quick or if if you're also quick, you can also be able to um anticipate sort of know what your next move or what your opponent's next move is, or think about your next shot before you before your opponent even hit their shot you know what I mean things like anticipation being being one or two uh, uh sort of shots uh deep into the rally then you, you know what I'm saying like just, just things like that. You need to be able to read the game really, really well. And and be able to read the ball really, really well. I think it's it's much more, you have to be so much more uh, uh, per- perceptive. Is that the word? Like, like you need to not only be able to read the game well in the figurative sense, like uh, know what's coming and anticipating, but also uh, re- uh, be able to read the ball itself in terms of, uh, judging the ball, the spin on it, because, because as we know, grass uh, being the softest surface, also the quickest surface. Uh, no two bounces are are the same. You know what I mean? You can't get a funny bounce or two, uh, especially depending on the, uh, the 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 pace on the ball, the spin on the ball, things like that. Yeah, you, know, you do have to read and judge the ball well. All whilst trying to get around the court and trying and trying to be two steps ahead of your opponent. Okay, guys, I'm back. I'm back live. This is this is me now today speaking to you, and I'm gonna, just gonna spend a little bit talking about uh, Djokovic, uh, uh, men's men's slams, Wimbledon. Uh, talk about sorry the the legacy of the goats uh, at slams, uh, and then we can move on from that. Uh, maybe wrap up, conclude uh, the grass season a little bit, and then look at what's to come. Okay, and look at what's uh, what we have this week, and also what's to come, and sort of give a roundup of of, of what's going on around the tour. Uh, in the next couple months, and and how we're feeling about things. What, uh, not that it's important, but what the rankings look like, things like that. So to talk about Novak Djokovic, I mean, so Novak Novak Djokovic has now won his fourth uh, Wimbledon in a row, seventh total, and twenty first Grand Slam. Uh, at the beating of the year. All three uh, of the bi- all three members of the big three were tied at twenty. Uh huh. And then Nadal won two in a row the the first two slams of the year, uh, Australian Open, French Open, uh, and then jumped to twenty two, uh, and now uh, Novak Djokovic got one back, so he's at twenty one. Federer is still at twenty. Uh, Federer, I think twenty one is <laughs> looking very unlikely, but we're n- we're not here today uh, to talk about Federer. Uh, so Novak Djokovic got twenty one, uh, and 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 uh, th- this may be ridiculous of me to say, but. It is very possible that he is just getting started, and I know that Rafa Nadal fans are already upset. Uh, I'm gonna say that again. Uh, Novak Djokovic really could be just getting started, and Rafa fans are already upset. And this is uh, look, this is just a, this could very possibly just be the beginning. Well, obviously, clearly, it's not the actual beginning. Of course, Novak Djokovic may be only one or two years um, younger than Nadal. But it's the beginning in the sense that uh, it's Nadal's. Uh, dare I say, like end? Not actual end. I mean, Federer is is actually so like like Federer is at the end. That's clear. Okay, it's uh, that's uh, that's not up for discussion. But Rafa Nadal, I mean, you can't say there's there's um, uh, many more slams. I mean, maybe he plays the French once or twice more. Uh, maybe three or four times, pero. Um, uh, I mean, even if he plays that, I mean, uh, who, who uh, it doesn't really mean he's going to win, right? As far as Novak Djokovic, um, as long as he's playing tennis uh, uh, and playing well, and and, and I'm going to come back to this uh, in, 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 look, in a few moments, but as long as Novak is playing, I, I think he really should be the favorite for every slam, including the French Open, because I think Rafa, that's enough. Abs, uh, feet, um, Hair, well, like like whatever is up with that man's, like it's um. Uh, he he cannot keep this up. I think it's uh actually, like it honestly is actually a miracle that he won two slams this year, particularly the Australian Open, and it's such a kick in the nuts for Novak Djokovic and Nole fam uh, uh fans of Novak Djokovic, um, because Novak Djokovic, I, I mean, despite this being his fourth Wimbledon in a row and 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 seventh total, uh. That's his best slam, the Australian Open. He's the he's the king of the A.O. He's the king of the Australian Open. Uh, defending champion, obviously. We all know what happened in January uh, with the whole um, uh, exemption, vaccine, da, 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 all that noise. Um, really bad. And then Nadal went on to win and it was just like so blah. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know, man. I I, I uh, You know, and the French Open, okay, that was phenomenal. He took 67 injections in his foot. I mean, uh... uh Good stuff, Rafa Nadal, okay? And then Wimbledon uh, was the ab, he, he couldn't keep going. Um, but even if he didn't, I mean, he had Kyrgios, and then he had uh, Djokovic in the final. Uh, let's be clear. Okay? Uh, if it wasn't Kyrgios and Djokovic looming, there is no way in hell Novak Djokovic would have withdrew! And don't sit here and lie to me, cause you're only lying to yourself. Okay, if you tell me that uh, Rafa Nadal uh, would have withdrew, you no, know, like no matter what, like even if it was Cam Nori uh, versus Christian Garin, uh, his his potential path to number twenty three uh, and the and the Wimbledon title, you are lying not not to me. Yeah, I mean even though you are lying to my face, but 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 really you're lying to yourself if you're telling me uh, he he would have still not played if that was the case. So. Miss me with that, please. Just, just um, do me a favor, uh, and, and and spare me with that, please. Uh, why do I say that Novak Djokovic is uh just getting started? Well, I mean, as uh, as far as players not named Rafa Nadal and and Djokovic, uh, I know Medvedev did stop him, but I don't I don't see anyone else. Uh, Kyrgios playing really well on the grass, uh, really really well on the grass, uh, probably his best surface. Well, may- maybe not his best surface he's probably just as good on hardcore I'd say it's about the same but I I guess you could say that he has his best chances you know to to, to win a slam on grass considering that uh, it's more specialized and not as many uh you, you know what I'm saying but but, but anyway um yeah, and, 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 and look uh, Djokovic, uh, he um he didn't play well this this tournament uh, despite what he did, despite how great he looked, because he did look great, uh, this is not his best. Like, like for his standards, I mean, he did not play well. Uh, obviously, for someone like Christian Garin, uh, this is uh, a an, an unworldly performance. But, but, uh, I, 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 mean, if 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 we, you know, are talking about Novak Djokovic, this this no this um. This honestly wasn't very good to his standards, and it showed almost every match. Uh, and and and. And not just in parts here and there, but but uh, honestly, for decent to long stretches in every match, uh, Novak Djokovic looked like he he was uh, poor. <clears throat> uh, and the other day, I believe I talked about it too. Uh, it, was, it was the match after center. I, when he was two sets down to center, I was not worried. 2 I'm talking two sets down to center. I was not worried one bit. I was like, yeah, Djokovic is going to win. It was reminiscent of two sets down to Massetti. No one was worried last year at the French Open. Uh, two sets down to, to Fritz, Australian Open um, uh, a year ago. I don't know if it was two sets down, actually. Uh, but no, but, uh, no, sorry. Uh, you know, two sets down to Titipas in the French Open final last year as well. Uh, no one was worried. Except for Tsitsipas himself, probably, and Massetti, and Sinner. But against Sinner, I was not worried one bit. Two sets down to Love. In the first set against Cam Nori, I was like, "This is a wrap." I'm I'm talking. He's he's, he's one set down in a in a, in a in a best of five in Wimbledon at a Slam. Uh, and then Novak Djokovic looked really bad, and I was worried. Like he like he looked really bad. Like and look like like some people um, they just like uh, conclude things from like scores. Like oh, Novak Djokovic is down a set; he must be playing bad. You know what I mean? Oh, or, or, oh, Novak Djokovic uh, is down two sets. Oh, he must be playing, like, really, really bad. Honestly, like, in the two s- uh, uh, in the two sets that he lost against Sinner, he played better than he did, uh, you know, I guess to lose those two sets. Then the, then the first set uh, against Cam Nori was really bad. Okay, and what I'm trying to say here is just be- just because someone won something doesn't mean uh, uh, they were good. And uh, just because someone lost doesn't mean that they were bad. And, and really, you got to you honestly kind of watch like like you, you you can't draw conclusions i mean not entirely at least from scores and analytics and da da da, da, da. I'm, I'm i'm very anti the, these sort of things um like stats are cool and facts and and, and and all that shit like fun stats fun facts uh like that shit's cool but like, like analytics like in tennis particularly like like uh, not really interested you know what i mean like they like they're fun to like mention Uh, to like just throw out there to read about to discuss you know what i mean but but don't be drawing conclusions from them or 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 don't try to use that to forecast like what you you know what i'm saying um uh but no 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 novak djokovic uh, did did not play well for for decent stretches every match uh every match he, he there were parts where he wasn't great. I'd say this his, this performance was a C. Like a C plus maybe. And yet, he won Wimbledon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I talk about it all the time. There are two things. You, you can assess your results. And you can assess your performance. Uh, results, they're very clear to assess. Did you win or lose? That's simple. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's like some people are very... Uh, they're, they're results oriented. Or orientated. I don't, I don't fuck. Results oriented, Yeah um and that's all that matters uh, that's the that's everything uh, did you win did you lose I don't care if you played the match of your life uh, you lost so it doesn't matter you know what I mean you lost uh, results oriented like that um doesn't matter how shit you played you won so great job you know what I mean like like that's that's what that is okay I'm sure you're for, uh, uh, I'm sure you're familiar I'm sure it's clear but I'm, I'm just sort of emphasizing uh, maybe you haven't heard it before maybe you haven't heard me talk about it before okay and obviously performance-orientated is the opposite. Orient- performance-oriented, sorry, is the opposite. Um, doesn't really matter, the score, the results. Uh, what matters is how you did, how you performed. Okay, you lost, uh, but you played the match of your life and you did everything you could, so great job. You won, but you played like shit. So get back in the gym and, and get right. Uh, this is embarrassing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, so obviously, if we look at the results, I mean, as, as as far as the result, uh, Novak Djokovic has nothing to be disappointed of uh, in that regard. Yeah, you won Wimbledon. <laughs> Literally nothing else you can ask for. Uh, ultimately, that is the goal. And I guess if you're trying to argue, like, what's more important, the results or the performance? I mean, obviously the results. But I mean, it's it's a more complex discussion as well as I as I just sort of uh, sort of presented here. Uh, but obviously, someone like Novak Djokovic, who's uh, not only a perfectionist, but but someone that's so elite. Uh, I'm sure both of those things are, re- are, are equally as important. Um, and if he were to do some reflecting, uh, I feel like he, if he was honest, he'd say, if he were honest, he would say that, yeah, my performance was not that great. And yet he still won. The point is, just to wrap up to conclude, because I think I'm waffling here. Uh, he's just getting started you know what i mean like like this is him playing like a c c plus level wait till he's playing at an a and he will like he will get back to it uh he's in- incredibly fit uh thankfully thank god and i hope it stays that way like god forbid anything bad happens to him like his hair uh sorry his uh toes or anyway 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 um None of none of these other guys. I mean, I know Medvedev did it one time, but Novak Djokovic can really just uh, win like every other Slam ever. Like, like I mean, not every like every other, as in like win one and then win like the like lose the next and then win the no. I mean, like like win every Slam. Why why not? Including the French. I mean, who's gonna stop? Him? The only thing stopping him is is the vaccine and these stupid ass COVID rules. Really? No, no, no. Really. And to talk about that for a second, I know we can put a bow on this and move on. Um, he got so ridiculed and belittled and, and, and sort of put on blast. Uh, I don't think a lot of people would recover, athletes or not. I mean, uh, I mean, look, we're all human beings in the end and the way he was treated and, and, and the events that transpired in Australia at the beginning of the year, uh, especially him being like such a high-profile celebrity, you know, defending champion, da, 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 world number one at the time, uh, arguably the greatest... Uh, Tennis player to ever pick up a racket. Uh, the way he was treated there, I mean, like to recover from that, like that, um, I think is incredible. Uh, like he he came back, uh, he he won Rome, a uh, thousand level event. Um, I think Madrid was before that, not very good. Lost to Carlitos. Uh, Carlitos won that. It was his his moment. Uh, and the other, I guess, not so good moment since his return. Forget Grade and all those bullshit ass two fifties or or whatever before. Um, like, before these, these bigger tournaments. Uh, but I, I, I guess the performance against uh, Rafa, uh, I guess it was a quarter or the semis of the French Open. That wasn't too good, but now he's won Wimbledon. He's he's back on track. I mean, if he plays the U.S. Open, like, watch out. Um, <laughs> apparently, he's going to play the Australian Open next year. Um, like, you know he's good uh, to attend uh, the French in Wimbledon. Like... And look, all, like all these other guys on tour, like, honestly, like, none of them stand a the chance. The best chance, like, they stand is, is to be a finalist or a semi finalist. In, in all seriousness. I mean, the last two players to beat Novak at a slam, like, the only two slams that Novak hasn't won. Uh, Since last year were obviously French Open and the US Open. And that was Rafa Nadal and then Medvedev in the final. And Medvedev was was exceptional at that time. So yeah, I really, really think Novak Djokovic is just getting started. And I know (laughs) a lot of Rafa Rafa, Rafa Nadal fans are really upset. I'm telling you. so to conclude the grass season real quick um the winners of titles on grass on the women's side i'm gonna i'm not gonna talk to men about the men's the only important uh, men's title that was won is djokovic and not only because djokovic i'm not biased like that but i'm not gonna talk about queens Halle and da, 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 da. Uh, it's just a bunch of nonsense okay um Honestly, if you're gonna tell me well, what about the WTA 250s and the other the they played? Isn't that a bunch of nonsense? nonsense too. What's this double standard? Uh, um, honestly, I'd respond in saying like, yeah, you're probably right, but I mean, fuck ATP 250s and 500s anyway. So, anyway, um, off the top of my head, uh, women's uh title winners on grass: uh, Alexandrova, Den Bosch, uh, Haddad, Maya, Nottingham, and then the week after, um, Jabor. Berlin, Haddad Maya again, Birmingham, uh, and then Bad Omberg, Eastbourne, Kvitova, and Kara Garcia, and then obviously Wimbledon, Rybakina. Um, To talk about the women's tour, some good things we saw, uh, Kvitova, when she applied herself, she can still really play, and not just play, but I mean, like, like watch the fuck out. You know what I mean? Um, I think her quarterfinal against... Or not quarterfinal. I guess it was a second, third, or fourth round or something. Um, against Paula Badosa. That was really bad. Paula Badosa is a piece of shit player. Uh, Paula Badosa got smoked by Simona Halep. Who got smoked by Eleanor Rabakina. Uh, and, 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 and really, we could have had Kvitova, Halep. And potentially Kvitova, Rabakina. Who knows? I mean... Uh, fuck Bedosa man. So, so bad. But but I th- I feel like with every tournament with every slam, uh, you know we, we start to realize more. In, well, uh, not not we as in as in me included. Like I, I've known this for I think two years now. Uh, but Paula Badosa is a piece of shit player, uh, and it, uh, it pleases me to see her struggle. And, and, and uh, these are not shortcomings. These are these. This is just who she is. Uh, she's not underachieving. Everything you uh, you know of her is her overachieving. This is exactly who she is. Okay, it's very important to, to sort of understand these things uh, and, and, and look at these things at the right... Uh, look at these things the right way. Okay, this is not her, like, oh, like, why is Bedosa sucking these days? What happened? No, 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 no. It's, you, you go back a few months and look at her, like, like win titles and shit and be like, yo, like, like, uh, why why is Badosa playing so good? What the fuck happened? That's when you should have asked that. But now, here, like, what you see of Bedosa, This is exactly who she is, Uh Nobody should be surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Okay. Zachary the same. Uh, and on the contrary, it was nice to see Kvitova, behadad Maya, uh, Kitarina Alexandrova, Belinda Bencic. Uh, these are players, oh, and Eleanor Abakna, my goodness. Um, that are getting better and better. Alexandrova won a title, Bencic made a final. Uh, Bencic a bit disappointing, but did win Charleston. Um, uh, generally speaking, her year is better and better. It's. It was trending upwards for a while. Maybe she's stagnating a little bit, um, but Kvitova just showing that that she's still like that. Uh, Muguruza, I think, <laughs> trending all the way down, uh, like all 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 the way down, and Halep showing that she's still good. Like she's consistently good. She's solid. She's Simona Halep, uh, but unfortunately she's not great. Like like I wouldn't say she's she's top top caliber, not because she lost to Rubinstein, but because. Uh, like like girls can't beat her. Like 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 other girls that are also good, like 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 top, let's say twenty ish, maybe top fifteen ish players who are playing well, uh, do sort of kind of stand a chance against Simona Halep. Simona Halep playing uh, good, not great. Other girls like Kerber. I think that's enough. I think that might be her last Wimbledon. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing some uh, retirement thingies or like that because I, uh, I think it's enough. I believe she lost to Elise Mertens At her best slam and expectations were through the roof after having her best clay season ever coming into the grass season and then the grass season came, which is uh, obviously where she's made most of her name, her money, da-da-da-da-da, Wimbledon, yeah. Uh, uh, she lost to Carol Garcia and Bad Homburg. <laughs> and then Elise Martins at Wimbledon. So, um, yeah. Ons uh, Jabeur, like I said, uh, I don't know if this was the, the other day or if it was earlier on this show when I recorded it um, from the other day, or if I said it the other, other day on the other episode that I uploaded, the, 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 the one episode, I believe, before the Wimbledon final. Um no no it, it had to be on this show because i said okay it was after she lost yeah okay sorry anyway uh, on Shabur, i think uh, to talk about her for a sec i think she's going to uh, take a left turn here uh, if you know what i'm saying uh, she was the type of player in my opinion that um like if she wins she wins she wins like 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 yes 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 and uh, uh, and by the way igor shvenck is the same we uh, well, we need to talk about igor shvenck just give me a second please let me let me, let me wrap this up on Shabur uh, but this is eerily similar between the two of them. Uh, they're, they're similar in this sort of sense. What does winning and and uh, the reverse of that do to them losing? Um, you know, the more they win, uh, it's, it's like a snowball effect for them. They'll just keep winning, keep, 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 keep winning, keep winning. But once that loss comes, or once they fall short, uh, that's the left, that's the left turn right there. That's the left turn. Like, all right, let, let, let's let's talk about them as one. Because C- really, I think the same applies for both, Ons and Iga. Um, for Iga, she kept winning, and uh, maybe we shouldn't be surprised. But Ons kept winning, and I really don't know how. But but, 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 but truly, it's, it is that snowball effect. But both of these players, um, that train sort of came to an end at Wimbledon obviously more so for ego that incredible 37 match win streak I believe like six like six titles in a row something like that um, came to an end and that's huge I mean obviously she's still world number one and obviously still has yeah you know, one slams um, like like she is for real but uh, I'll, I'll, look I'm not gonna talk down on her or take anything away from her but, it did come to an end, Iga Świątek and Ons Jabor, Ons Jabor, uh, not for real, uh, and, and, and they will be taking a left turn, maybe a U-turn, uh, that, 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 that probably is a better analogy, but uh, but, uh, but I think the saying goes like, oh, it took a left turn, you know, but anyway, um, Ons man, there's no way, um, to know if I'm full of shit or if I'm spot on uh, until uh, maybe a few tournaments obviously most of these top dogs are not going to play until the North American Hardcourt Swing which begins uh, August 1st in DC Um, and other tournaments leading up to the US Open uh, at the end of August are uh, Toronto Montreal, San Jose, Cincinnati and the couple in Chicago Cleveland as well I just want to say I'm excited for Russian players to be back as well. Um, I, I predict that the WTA Tour will get some sort of stability, I feel like, for the past year. If you look at the top 10, the rankings, the, the sort of the performances, the results as well, it's all sort of been all over the place and very hectic and chaotic. And uh, it sort of kind of feels like there is a lot of parity, um, but... Like it's not top as top heavy as the ATP is, but at the same time, is there really any parity? But, um, I feel like that all settle down and, and like uh, you know things will become more clear as as into like um, to figure out who's hot, who's not. And and when I say hot, I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not I don't mean it in the sense like like form wise. Oh like oh like she's hot like as in as in in fine form or something. Um, but I mean hot as in. Um, not hot as in like oh she's really hot like no 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 like um like yeah who's who's good and who's bad who who's like that who's not how about that I think that's more clear okay um but yeah no really I think in the in, in the next I don't know how long but I feel like soon-ish maybe um by the end of the year like things will s- maybe start to feel normal again and we'll have a clearer picture on on who's like that really and who's not Okay, and I, and I think it's going to be all eyes on certain players, like um, Iga, Unx. Uh, maybe just them two <laughs> who have, like, really high expectations but have, uh, have just come from disappointing Wimbledon, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, the rest of their season uh, plays out. There's only one slam left, and there's honestly not much of the season left, like, other than the North American uh, swing, like, that's, like... That's like pretty much it, uh, especially for the top players. Um, there are some uh, tournaments uh, like here and there, but uh, but after the U.S. Open, like that's pretty much a wrap, and 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 tennis really does slow down after September, uh, especially October, November. But there are the WTA Finals, but um, wow, it's been a really quick year, honestly. Um, but no, 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 no. Let's let's not get. Let's not get depressed. Wow, that, that, that you see, that took a left turn right there. That got so sad so quickly. I don't even realize that we really might be um, uh, gearing ourselves towards the sort of conclusion of the WTA calendar, or, or I guess the tennis, the, the pro tennis calendar for the year. Um, but no, we still got one more hurrah. Um, and then it's like the final season in like November-ish. Uh, but this one final hurrah, obviously there's one more slam and the entire uh, North American uh, hardcourt swing, like I mentioned. Uh, a pair of 1,000-level uh, tournaments and the U.S. Open, obviously. Okay? Okay, so on to this week then. I know, I know I'm, uh, I guess, two days late um, to talk about the draw. Usually this is exciting on a, on a Sunday to, to sort of preview the draw, see who's playing, see who the seeds are, look at what the um first round matchup looks like maybe like look ahead to potential second uh, second round matchups third round matchups etc um we're uh now almost at the end of the first round uh even after two days of play some uh, i think there's like one uh, first round match to be played in Lausanne, and then budapest i think there's two or three as well that needs to be played but um a lot of um interesting results interesting matches so far as, as far as the bets have been going i, I think it's been pretty good honestly um uh, especially considering it's clay it's like you know most of these girls it's, it's been like grass 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 for a little bit and and now it's a it was a fairly quick turnaround back to the clay and for in the, in the first couple of days despite the results be, being being uh, pretty good on our bets going well for the most part um I don't know why, but it's always clay that just—I—I I get it just tilts me so much, like like it it, it, it annoys me, it—it it, it, it pisses me off. I get heated, like uh, I really do get tilted, and I steam. You know, with clay, I don't know why. I don't know why, maybe because just watching it, like it looks hot. I don't—I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's—it's it's pleasing for me, at least. Um, but fuck, man, I don't know what it I—I I really don't know what it is. Okay, so starting with Lausanne, we're just going to get straight into it. Uh, Lausanne, we're going to quickly talk about who the seeds are. We're not going to go through the whole draw uh, like that. Um, but we're going to talk about the seeds, and some of them are not here anymore. Okay, Okay, so to start with Lausanne. Lausanne, honestly, um, uh, not a very good start for the seeds. Uh, Lausanne is a tournament uh, with, I'd say, the better draw, the more star-studded star draw. However, that... Um, doesn't always mean it's going to be the b- better tournament, uh, you know what I'm saying? Our number one seed, uh, and I say was, uh, I, I uh, usually I say our number one seed is Danielle Collins, but, uh, you know, since I'm two days late and her bum ass lost in the first round, um, our bum, our, our bum ass, our, <laughs> wow, our first seed was Danielle Collins, uh, second seed Benchich and that, uh, Almost was a was, as well. Uh, Bigu, the third seed. Sarasuri Vestorma, fourth seed. But is this Diaz, five? She's out. Caro Garcia, six. Uh, Seven and eight. uh, Zidancic and Vivi Grasheva. They're both out. So, four of the seeds are out after the first round. Um, To talk about uh, players through to the third round and matchups. Simona Waltert, who beat Danielle Collins in the first round. Versus Maria Sherpa I mean, uh, Christina Buxka, sorry. Olga Danilovic, qualifier, who honestly looks incredible. Incredible, incredible. Before grass, I mean, uh, I'd say in the, you know, to, to end the clay season, the, 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 the original actual clay season, uh, she qualified, uh, at the French Open, so came through qualies in three rounds there, won her first round match, I believe, made the, th- won her second round as well, I think, uh, and then made the third round, Um uh, on the grass, not too hot, uh, she is a, a clay court player, uh, Olga Danilovic played mixed doubles uh, one time with Novak Djokovic, so I mean, I mean you just know she's nice, right? But no, really here as well, this week in Lausanne, she uh, qualified, played really well, and beat Misaki Doi 6-3, 6-3 in the first round, I know it's only Misaki Doi, but uh, Olga Danilovic next gets Kalinskayo, Oh, and that could be a pretty good one. Bigu, the third seed, a very underrated player, always shows up and and just plays tennis, always just does her thing, very quietly, very under the radar, In the second round gets Potapova, who beat Bronzetti in a really ugly match of promising youngsters in the first round. Bigu Potapova, second round. Uh, That's really another interesting one. julie nemo i mean i really don't like her i I don't i don't know what it is i don't know why big julie nemo i mean she's nice she's nice though like she can play for sure um but i'm not i'm not just buying it at all uh she barely beat uh in albon in the first round yes in albon is her name swiss girl uh, seven five six seven six three, seven five six seven six three against Albon Julie Nemo, um, and she gets Eva Liss or Lies, I don't know, Eva Liss, uh, the qualifier as well, beat eight seed Vivi gorsheva and straights in the first round, seven five six four, and that's a good one. That's a, another girl that can play too and has a lot of game, Eva Liss, and you know what I'm saying. Cara Garcia beats Jasmine Paulini. I I wish I uh. Had a chance to talk about this match before it was played. If you bet this match, there's something seriously wrong with you, and I, I have nothing to say to you. Carragher season uh, through to the second round. Awaits the winner of Jean Jean and Tatiana Maria. Mm-hmm. That's a first-round match that'll be played tomorrow. Clara Burrell, Wow. Six-love, six-one against Zulin in 47 minutes. Look, man, Clara Burel loves, loser, loves losing, a, like, a lot. Um kind of hates winning as well, she, she's a, she tanks, uh, she's a bit of a serial loser, just like Magdalena Frech, and also, just like Magdalena Frech, she has a lot of talent, and she can play, and she's young, and she's extremely promising, okay, um, get Sarah Seribia-Stormo in the second round, who beat Lauren Davis in straights in the first round, mm uh, Petra Martic, uh, too easy, too easy, 6-2, 6-2 against Nuria Pérez-Diaz, um, Gets Erika Andriva. Erika Andriva uh, qualifier th- also through the second round. A lot of qualifiers through to the second round. Um, Leolia, uh, Leo, I don't know how to say her name, Jean Jean uh, has a chance to do it as well tomorrow if she can beat Tatiana Maria. Uh, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Su- uh, Swiss girls p- p- kind of showing up this week. Even the ones that lost have, have honestly played well and, and put on a good performance such as in Albon. But Walter's huge upset against daniel collins in the first round uh ben uh, suzanne Bandeki, who really is a, a true true itf player not even a, a, a like 125k low 250 challenger type player like maybe like schmidlova or krunic or something like that um a uh, huge upset against ocean then the first round 6-2-6-1 low-key low that is quite the upset uh and then belinda benchich versus dan parry which uh, which um was a first round match with a lot of intrigue um Dan Perry making some moves, but this is this was bad for Belinda Bencic. Now this is the type of thing where it's like performance and result. Um, if Diane Perry's performance oriented, she should be really happy about her performance and, and that match. Even though she didn't win, she should be very happy. Um, if Belinda Bencic was performance oriented, she should be really, really bad about her performance today and should not be feeling good about that match at all despite her winning and obviously Diane Perry uh, you know the contrary uh, even though she lost um, she should feel um, really happy uh, about her performance and, and and really proud of herself despite losing okay close call uh, Bencic gets ben- ben- Bendeki uh, all Swiss affair in the second round should be good for Bencic Bencic needs to needs to, needs to do something here this is looking a lot like Bencic that we saw when she made her return uh, at the beginning of 2021, she was horrible, uh, very angsty, very, um, uh, what's the word, like like just so frustrated, like like not focused, uh, that's kind of what Bencic looks like at the moment. And it's clear like when she's playing well, she's uh, honestly a top five player, really. On to Budapest, our top seeds are Krujikova, one, yet to play her first round match. Martina Trevisan 2, Putintseva, Kalanina, Sasnovich, the Zhangbanger Shui Zhang, Elena Gabriela Rus lost in the first round to qualifier, Rachimova, and Anna Bondar. Martintseva withdrew. Krejikova, as well as a couple others, are yet to play their first round match, um, but Anna Bogdan awaits in the second round. Uh, the winner of Krejikova versus Shin. Shiyu Wang, not Shin Yu, Yu Wang. Anna Bogdan, the first round beat Hungarian Udvardy. Uh, mm-hmm. couple, of, couple of, or actually a lot of uh, Hungarians here. There's actually a lot of Hungarian players, um, but not, I mean, there's like Galfi, Udvardy, Bondar, and I think that's it as far as like the good ones go. Oh, but there's a lot of other ones like uh, Babos, Yanni, uh, Fanny Stoyar, who is super. She's a rocket, man! How, God, is she so sexy? But anyway, back to tennis. Anna Bogdan uh, beat Vardy. Panodvardi. Panovardi is really bad. Anna Bogdan um, is honestly a baller uh, on clay at, at at this level. She's a baller, but I don't I don't know what what she was doing. She was acting really funny at the end of the second set, but came back. It's nice to see a player respond like that. Six love in the decider. Uh, Siegmund uh, made a return uh, to the tour to the clay in Germany and played well and then played well after that as well for a little bit on the clay. Um, uh, but no, I think it was uh, Kroenich had a plus next to her name. Kroenich, this is her territory. This is her uh, French Open, uh, W W 250s on clay in Europe. Mm-hmm. She's through to the second round, awaits the winner of Ekaterina Gorgoch versus the Zangbanger. Uh, That's going to be tomorrow as well. Uh, Putintseva was Love 4 down in her first round match against Anna Kirlina Schmidlova. Putintseva, by the way, the the defending champion here in Budapest. Uh, From Love 4 down, went on to win the first set 6-4. Six games in a row. And then uh, won the first two games um, of the second set. So won eight games in a row. And really won 12 of the last 13 games. From Love 4 down, went on to win 6-4, 6-1 Putintseva. Against Anna-Karlina Schmidlova. Anna-Karlina Schmidlova, similar to Krunic, uh, these WTA 250s on clay in Europe are their French Open. But, Putin Seva, too good. In the second round, awaits Pagosi. Well, not awaits, sorry. In the second round, she gets Pagosi, a lucky loser. Lost in qualies, beat Rebecca Peterson. Rebecca Peterson is an abomination of a tennis player, tennis pro. Uh, we make a lot of jokes about how Caro Garcia and Maria Sakkari are probably the worst players on tour. Uh, why that th- I mean, there is some truth behind that, but players like Zidancic, uh, Rebecca Patrisson, my god, man, my goodness, how bad those players are. Uh, so yeah, no, good, uh, easy one there for Putin at least it should be. Uh, Tsarenko, who's the queen of uh, 250s as well. Uh, t- t- look Terenko against no names and player worse than her Torenko Serena Williams we see it every time we see it all year all surfaces no matter what let's see in, in like a 250 or like, 500 qualities, like a 500 qualies like anywhere anytime actually no matter what tournament if she's playing against a player worse than her uh, Terenko is Serena Williams that's a good thing to note uh, Terenko ever minus 4.5 minus 5.5 just go bet it really 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 Rachimova in the first round beat uh, 7 seed Elena Gabriela Rus, probably a bit of a surprise for a lot of people. Um, but Rachimova can play honestly, low key. Clay is her worst surface, but she's a she's got game. Even though she's kind of out of shape and she's fairly inconsistent and kind of erratic, but Camila uh, Rachimova can play for sure. Uh, Sasnovich versus Toyar, really ugly match uh, Rachimova, by the way, Tsarenko's second round match That should be pretty good Honestly, that's a pretty good match uh, As well as Sasnovich and Bernardo Pera in the second round uh, Bernardo Pera beat uh, lucky losers uh, Lucky loser, sorry uh, Basol's Uh Spanish Chico, I think was actually on a 12 match winning streak All on clay uh, She won two ITF tournaments on clay in a row Before coming in here, but lost in qualies uh, came into the main draw as a lucky loser. Lost in the first round to m- Bernardo Pera. Uh, sasnovich Bernardo Pera. Second round should be pretty good too. Uh, Elisabetta Kosireto beat Hungarian Yanni. Uh, Sinyakova Kalanina. Really good first round match. Kalanina, the fourth seed. Uh, Senyakova just won uh, women's doubles with her partner Kryzikova, uh just a week ago. Or er, less than a week ago. Um, that should be pretty good too. That's tomorrow. That's another first round match. Bondar, probably the, the only pride of, of Hungary. I, I think the only Hungarian player that won, actually. Um. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, easy win against uh, qualifier Malikova, 6 4 6 four. Second round gets Papa, Papa Mikhail, Despino the, the, the Papa Mikhail, who beat Dalmagafi. Dalmagafi <sighs> lost a really bad one to Saray last. Sunday or Saturday, I think, which was the 125k in... Oh, fuck. I don't know where it was. It was either uh, uh, Bastard, right? Or Contreville in France. But anyway, these these, uh, Hungarian chicks need to get it together. That's a really bad loss for uh, Galfi, Dalma Galfi. um, Who I... I, Wow. Uh, But Bondar... Can probably get revenge for her f- uh, for her co- compatriot, compatriot. Wow, uh, that's a good. This is a good, really good draw for for Bondar, who honestly could could win this tournament, really. Remember I said that Anna Bondar could win, can can really win Budapest here. And then Trevisan in an interesting one against wild card sisa uh, banin Hungarian chick like 20 match win streak as well incredible on clay ITf though um won the first set six two as a plus five and a half game underdog that means she is plus nine and a half for the rest of the way and still did not cover uh six two in the first set gave a six two right back six love in the decider brutal that's brutal trevisan in the second round will she play uh Kozlova Beindl. She changed her name, beat Timia Babos. Babos needs to retire from tennis, period. Honestly, Lausanne might be more uh, top-heavy and star-studded with bigger names, or at least it did with Collins playing, but even still, like Bencic. um, You know, Caro Garcia, I think, uh, honestly, low-key, I think Budapest is going to be better. It just seems really even across the board, and there's... A lot of good players here, and a lot of these second-round matches look good. Uh, Bogdan is looking good. Krunic, you never know what to expect. Putinseva, defending champion. Terenko, Rachimova, Sasnovich, Pera. I mean, they can all play uh, if they're up for it, I guess. Kosciareto is apparently the best player in the world on clay. Anna Bondar, you know, playing for the flag. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Um. <laughs> But no, really, I'm excited to see, um, I'm just curious, like, it's always exciting to just watch a tournament period, like, okay, like, who's gonna win? You know what I mean? Like, like, just crowning a player uh, as champion, like, it's always exciting, watching a final is always exciting, I think, at least at the tour level, no matter what it is, I mean, some obviously are better than others, um, and especially helps when you're betting and profiting on it, uh, uh, which has been good, hope we can keep it up, right? Uh, I mean, I, I, I find these tournaments enjoyable regardless. Um, and, and and if you're making uh, a lot of money on top of that then that's 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 just amazing can't ask for anything more so uh, let's look at tomorrow uh, we'll look at the slate we'll look at some lines and see what's good so um, only five matches in Lausanne tomorrow half of the second round matches and the remain uh, which is four uh, and then the one uh, first round match that's remaining the, the one first round match that's yet to be played uh, Jean Jean versus tatiana Maria Now, I just have a feeling that Tatiana Maria, after her Miracle um, Wimbledon semi-final run, uh, she's going to have a bit of a letdown. Okay? We say this all the time. She's the oldest mother uh, of two on the WTA Tour. She's 34 years old. Um, And you know she's going to be overvalued. I think Jean 135 is good, really. Uh, It's worth a bet. Nothing crazy. Uh, Like it, don't love it. But, yeah, should be good. Um. If you're one of those people that are uh, comfortable playing minus one seventy bets, I suggest you go bet Bigo tomorrow against Potapova. Um, it's not bettable, but I means a lot. Of, I mean, I, I'd I might bet it B- between me and you here. I, I honestly might bet at Bigo minus one seventy. I really think she has a really 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 good chance of winning, and I'd expect her honestly like a reasonable line would be like minus four and a half. Like minus 250, 260, something like that. Um, but instead, she's minus 170 and, and minus three, minus three and a half games, uh, which I think is very good. I'll be betting both of those for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, and also, Bigu, Moneyline, and Naparlay doesn't look bad at all. Mm-hmm. Simona Walter, I'm going to take the bait and better plus 100 against Bu- uh, Buska. Okay, I mean, it's very possible that she follows up a huge win against Danielle Collins uh, with a disaster against Maria Sharapova, but it's possible. Uh, It's possible. Oh, safe, are you saying Maria Sharapova? Uh, Once upon a time, I watched Christina uh, Buxa play a a tennis match, and she was getting stomped. I think she was 1-6, love, uh, two down. And... And then I, th- I for the first time ever live on TV, I saw a woman get possessed, and Maria Sharapova took over, took control of her body, and Maria Sharapova was playing on my tennis screen under the name, uh, Cr- Christina Buxan under the Spanish flag. Maria Sharapova, it was against Alize Cornet in Lyon. And she came back and destroyed her, forehand, backhand, first serve, drop shots, net play, cro- Oh, and you know what? Here and there, we still see um. Maria Sharapova make an appearance through, Christina Buxa's body, but I, I'm 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 ta- I'm rolling the dice here. I'm taking gamble that we're not, gonna see at least much of that tomorrow, and and Walter hopefully can follow up her huge win. Against Daniel Collins with another win against Christina Buxa should be good. Walter, by the way, no stranger to WTA 250s, even though maybe most of you have not heard of her. Decent player, good player. Um, Petro Martic versus Erika Andriva, um, Not gonna bet a side, but I think over twenty and a half looks good. Could be scary. Maybe Martic is just simply too good, and Andriva is just not on that level uh, just yet to, to sort of keep up or hang. But I but I think over twenty and a half uh, should be pretty good. And I'm not comfortable uh, or looking to bet any side here. Spread money line. Uh uh, sets or anything like that but the over 20 and a half I think should get there it's uh pretty low i'd say and it's and it's uh, it's cheap over 20 and a half for minus 110 looks very good. Uh, in the first round we took a stab at Lauren Davis plus 235 against Saraswati Tormo. We're going to be doing that again with Clara Bureau. In the second round, um Clara Bureau absolutely fantastic in the first round, 6-love six 6-1 six against Zulin in 47 minutes. Um and she can grind and scrap and, and, and push and, 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 and sort of s- Suribes Tormo, suribas Tormo, if you know what I mean. Um, maybe she can beat her at her own game. Who knows? It will require a lot of patience and vigilance and just a bunch of qualities that I <laughs> don't think Clara Burel possesses. But I, th- at this price, I'm willing to take my chances for sure. Clara Burel to win a set. Clara Burel, plus 235, look good. Uh, the all-German affair, Eva Lys lies, Eva Lys, Lee, I need to find out how to pronounce her name, because I like her a lot. Uh, really good, under the radar, and, and I, uh, usually, she, uh, slowly, quietly, she has been um, getting a lot of respect, actually, in the market, but this line is hilarious, plus 320, um, against Julie Nemo. I'm definitely going to be playing some of that, and some spread or, or set stuff. Definitely, definitely spread if you can get five and a half at a respectable price. Sorry, that's not even tomorrow. That's not tomorrow, that's the day after, but wow, what a match. But yeah, I talked about it anyway. And uh, this other, wow, and Danilovic, Kalinskaya, that was definitely going to be match of the day on Thursday, I guess. Danilovic, Kalinskaya, that's a really good one. Uh, it's a pick-em. Uh, Danilovich receiving her respect. Um, is it too much? Is Kalinskaya not being shown respect? Only Danilovich is. I don't know. Uh, but Danilovic shouldn't be a favorite. I, I, she's a slight favorite. She's minus 115. Kalinskaya is minus 105. Uh, but that's the next day too. But wow, that's a really good one to look forward to. Um, looking ahead to that, just just how I'm feeling... Um, fuck that's that's a really good one uh would have would have to play Danilovic, even though i don't really like the price but i I'd, i think she wins i'd expect i expected her though however to have a plus next to her name, at least plus 100 plus plus 110 something like that but um yeah i think she's gonna win that okay on to budapest The day starts with three of the remaining first-round matches that uh, are yet to be completed, or yet to be played, rather. Uh, Katerina Gorgoch versus the Zhang Banger. Ikaterina uh, Gorgoch is a clay rat, and honestly, she can play, and I really, really like this over. Really. A lot. I don't know why, but it just feels so right. It looks good. Um, sometimes Shuai Zhang against no-names, like... Like, look, Zhang always, I feel like the banger she always plays the lever, level of her opponent. She plays someone good, or, or someone on her level, or better. Uh, she plays She plays well. If she plays someone, you know, lacking a little bit, uh, she sort of, She's wow, she sort of stoops down to their level. Um, and it's a bit of a scrap. It's more, it's also a bit of a contest, even though it shouldn't be. I think the over is good. Catherine Gorgoch from Georgia. She's one of them players where WTA 250's in Europe on clay are her French Open. Okay. I don't know why Sinyakova is plus 210 against Kalanina. I know Kalanina sucked on grass. And this is clay. Um, Sinyakova plus 210 looks good. The over also looks very good. I think both of those are worth a bet for sure. Xiu Wang, the dangerous young Chinese lefty, plus three hundred looks good against Barbora Krejčiková. Why? Because it's Barbora Krejčiková who sucks and needs to be faded. Uh, uh, needs to be—is f- that a word? Faded? No, no, no. I mean, it is a word, but I, I, I don't think we can say that. Um. She needs to be. F- how do so? How do I say what I'm trying to say correctly, like in English? She needs to be bet against every chance that you get. Okay, that works. Anyway, any, any chance you get fading or to fade Kryzikova, you should take. Especially if her opponent has plus 300. And her opponent, Yu Wang, like, yeah, she's not really like that, that sort of level, Kryzikova. I mean, at her best can play really well, but we haven't seen anything like that lately. Um, clay, grass, or otherwise. Um, and Shiyu Wang, honestly, can play. Dangerous lefty, like I said. So, yeah, worth a stab, for sure. Lesia Turenko versus Rachimova. Honestly, I think it's re- going to be a really good match, but I don't think I can bet this one. But honestly, that's a fun little match, and I think... Um, Terenko shouldn't be, minus four and a half, uh, but uh, it's a pass, it's a pass, it's a pass, but I think uh, it's a bit inflated, too much love being shown to Terenko, uh, I'm not saying anything, but that's how I'm feeling about that, but it's, it's, it's a pass, it's a pass for me for sure, Sasnovic, Bernardo Perra over 20 and a half, just go bet it, don't think about it, don't bet aside, um, Kozlova, Trevisan is gonna be a pass, although I do lean uh, Kozlova, um, I just don't like, uh, I, I can't, I can't do it. I mean, Kozlova to win back-to-back matches is a huge ask, and I know it's Martina Trevisan, very volatile Trevisan, not really sure what to expect. It's a uh, pass, 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 pass. Uh, in the last game, tomorrow in Budapest, Anna Bondar versus Despina Papa Mikhail. Now, this is a bit scary, but under 19 and a half could be good. But it's really scary. Anna Bondar in a parlay. I know it's 500. But if you put it with Bigu, that's minus 110. And I love that. I love that. That's, a, I think, a way to get, uh, b- like, Bigu to, to be bettable. And, and Bondar should absolutely win tomorrow, uh, all things considered, against the Spina papa Mikel from Greece. And uh, Bigu against Potapova should be really good. Mm -hmm. and the parlay of them two is minus 110 so so that is all for tomorrow um i guess this is the part where i apologize to you guys once again for not being um for not uploading uh lately as much for kind of like like going a wall um have have been having issues with, with my equipment, my computer, da 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 da. Honestly, I'm really useless with computers. Uh, I I don't know if you can tell or or if you if you could have guessed. But I'm honestly really bad with technology and all this shit. I just got a new microphone. It's it's honestly too good for me. I don't know how to use it. I know that there's a lot of like fancy little technical things that you can do with it to to make my voice sound better. Honestly I have no idea. Um still can't figure out my music so i'm sorry for for no music and just having to listen to me honestly i'm so useless uh with a computer it's not even it's not even funny uh but anyway we'll be back to our regular um upload schedule uh, or at least I, I i will try my best but but i promise i i, I everything should be good uh from now and i and I, I i i promise you guys that i will try and uh make this sort of listening experience a lot better with the uh, figure out um uh, there's a lot of things actually I want to do um you know since we're on the topic uh, uh with the page and the podcast like sort of uh, making it more um sort of rebranding it making um, and and setting things up um new intro new music uh new uh, graphics things like that even for um when I post my pics like for my cards um just instead of like just regular text like how I've been tweeting like my original format I'm gonna try and do something uh, special by the time the U.S. Open comes. Uh, uh, it should be ready, and I think that's really exciting. Um, but yeah, um, I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you 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 guys truly are incredible, and and things are starting to to get better and better. So so let's um, let's heat all the way up. Uh, let's let's keep our energy up. Try and have. Uh, positive vibes always Uh, i should probably listen to that more than anyone really Uh, and just stay hot yeah really um this has been the safe space thank you so much for listening as always best of luck to us and i'll see you guys tomorrow